0: hello everybody this is pastor Phil with full of life ministries it's an honor and a privilege to share with you God's message that's timeless it's user friendly and available to all who are willing to open up their hearts to his truth we give praise unto the Lord for all that he continues to do on a daily basis It's good to know that the Lord is available at all times and in all seasons to be able to open up his word that gives life to many difficult situations and circumstances. It makes this journey that we're currently on very rewarding. I'm glad that you have tuned into this podcast. Because I believe that the Lord has something great for you this day. Because having expectations has everything to do with preparation. (laughs) Yes, it does. It's just like making a cake. You know, it's one thing to expect the cake to taste good and to smell good. But if you don't put in the right ingredients, and if you don't place the cake, at the right temperature, you can't expect to receive a tasty morsel of food. (laughs) The key in expecting something though is, is following a recipe that has proven to be reliable, trustworthy, and guaranteeing you the best experience that you can possibly have. (laughs) You see, I love cake. So expecting to be nourished by the Lord, you have to follow his instructions. You have to place the right ingredients into his equation. You have to prepare your atmosphere by removing all of the distractions. I mean, anything that would cause your blessings to be hindered or altered. You can't replace his ingredients with a substitute. You can't give less or give a subpar effort if you are to expect the best possible experience for your life. You can't remove your blessings prematurely just because you've become impatient with the process. You have to wait patiently for the Lord to provide for you the necessities that you need for your daily life. So, you ask me the question, you say, Pastor Phil, what are the ingredients that I need in order to receive what's necessary for me to become what the Lord wants me to be? <laughs> Listen, I'm glad that you ask. <laughs> You see, I believe having alone time, having alone time with the Lord is a great start. You see, we get caught up with so much noise. We are drawn from things, drawn away from things that take us away, takes our attention away, takes our focus away. And having this alone time with God It creates a passageway for the Lord to fill you with his love, to fill you with his peace, his power. And his life words remind you of your worth. You see, he speaks to your core. He takes the time to expose those things that no one else knows about you but you. God's word, God's word calls it meditation. And this is found in Psalms chapter one, verses one through three, where it declares all the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing much fruit each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. And the law of the Lord is his word. And so having alone time with the Lord in his word, when you prepare your atmosphere by preparing yourself to expect from the Lord, you have to avoid bad advice from people whose intentions are not to help you receive God's best, but they keep you away from experiencing everything that the Lord wants in your life. When you stand with sinners, and I know in our podcast land, we have a lot of sinners who are friends, (laughs) but when you stand around with your sinner friends or participate with sinners in their practice of sin, you won't receive the fullness of what God wants to impart into you. And when you join in with the mockers, those who are cynical in their beliefs saying, listen, It's not necessary to do all that for God. You're just wasting your time. They will tell you things like, listen, I don't know what's going on, but you're getting kind of weird. What happened to you? Saying misery loves company. But when you meditate on God, when you meditate on God through his word for your life, it says that you will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, planted along the river bank. This is where the trees expectations begin to get excited. <laughs> listen, listen, people of God. I know trees don't get excited, <laughs> but just stay with me, okay? Stay with me, it's my analogy. <laughs> The trees in Psalms, chapter one, is a metaphorical term that shows us what is needed for us to thrive in life. When you meditate on God through his word, because you have created an atmosphere to receive the maximum blessings for your life. You have the position yourself to be fed. I want to say that one more time. You have to position yourself. Yourself to be fed and nurtured. The tree is located and remains located in the right location to receive what it needs to bear fruit. People of God, we need to be productive. We need to be successful. To live in our purpose that we are designed for. But we have to meditate day and night. Now, meditation simply means the act of pondering. Meditating is to weigh in your mind or reflect upon what the Lord wants from you. Meditation is considering what the Lord wants out of your life. And when we make a long time, with God through his word, ponder what his word is speaking to you. Then allow his word to preheat your soul, set you in the right temperature for your life, place you in the right location because his word says that you will bear fruit for your life. And not just fruit for yourselves, But to give to others the blessings that God has given you. And it goes on to say that you will never wither. You will never wither. You will remain strong and vibrant and healthy and sought after. Because you have prepared to receive from the Lord. Are you ready to receive from the Lord? All right. I heard you that time. (laughs) Let's do this in Jesus name. All right. All right. Let's get into today or tonight's episode. And as always, the Lord has impressed upon me the need to talk about a subject that has a lot to do with change. There is another saying, an adage, euphemism, a phrase that simply says change is good. And guess what? I like change, but I'm also scared of change. (laughs) Yes, something new is exciting. It really is exciting for something new. But something new requires allowing the change to take place. Now, listen. When it's other people who, who change, we are we are okay with it because. it's so-called doesn't affect us. I mean, we look forward to seeing other people changing their looks. When your favorite singer comes out with a new CD, we are excited because they are providing for you new material. And so you go out and purchase their new music because it shows you a new side of their gift. But when it comes to us doing something different, we hesitate, we question ourselves, we make a bunch of, of excuses and then we pray and pray asking the Lord, should I stay or should I go? <laughs> should I stay or should I go? It's a song. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's because we really like being comfortable. But people of God Comfort can keep you stagnant Keep you from being the best you And so today or tonight's episode is one where We will learn to be open To the move of God In order for the best in you to come out of you And to be a blessing To your circle of people and so today or tonight's episode is entitled The Comfort Zone. The Comfort Zone. Now listen, listen people to God. The definition of the word comfort is best described as a state of physical ease and freedom from pain and constraint. It's okay to be comfortable, people to God, when you're about to go to sleep. Or when you are in your reclining chair, relaxing from a hard day at work. But what the Lord has impressed upon me is staying in the zone of comfort does not allow the possibility of personal growth that God requires of us. The Bible tells us in St. John chapter nine, verse four, Jesus tells us. We need to be energetically at work for God who sent him here, working while the sun shines. Jesus goes on to says, because when night falls, the workday is over. For as long as I am in the world, there is plenty of light. I am the world's light. People of God, for each of us who follow Jesus, night is the time when we are no longer free or able to be active in ministry or serving mankind or giving or loving. What Jesus is saying to us today is we need to make full use of every opportunity while We have it without letting the risk or dangers involve us or deter us. There will be individuals who will try to keep you in this zone of comfort because they don't believe that you have what it takes to be used by God. Or you may feel that you don't have the credentials to be successful in life. Well, guess what, people? I am here to tell you, God has impressed upon me to tell you, yes, you have what it takes to step outside of that zone and have the faith to believe that if God is with you, and this is the key. If God is with you, no force in this earth can prevent the greatness that's inside of you not to flourish. People of God, the Lord keeps you in his zone of safety to protect you from injury, to keep your mind in perfect peace, to ward off the enemies from intruding your heart. But his zone is an active zone. It has parameters to keep you safe from harm when you step outside of the zone of comfort, that's really not a secured environment that you're in, but it's a zone where nothing goes out and nothing goes in. It's a false sense of safety or security. It's like being in a parked car that's in your driveway. Yes, you are safe in the driveway, But you are not going anywhere, are you? (laughs) And what good is that? What good is that if you don't have the means to go places? I'm sorry. What good is it if you have the means to go places, but you remain stuck because you refuse to turn on the ignition? What the Lord is saying today, people of God. He is saved to trust his instructions. Because if you trust his instructions, he'll get you to your destination safely in Jesus name. Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled The Comfort Zone. All right, we are back. And so let's learn how to step outside of our comfort zone. How will you know what you can become if you're not willing to step outside of your comfort zone? How will you know what you can become if you're not willing to step outside of your comfort zone? So guess what people to God? In order to step outside of our comfort zone, Number one, we have to push past apathy and pursue your purpose. Push past apathy and pursue your purpose. 2 Thessalonians, the third chapter, verses six through seven, tells us, now we command you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that if you keep away from any brother who was walking in idleness and not in accord with the tradition that you received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us because we were not idle when we were with you. You see, people of God, idleness is was never intended for us to live in. And listen, if you skip down to verse 11, it says, we hear that some of you are living in laziness, refusing to work, and wasting your time gossiping. Now, I know in our podcast land, we have a lot of gossipers. But I want you guys to understand something. God's word is instructing us to live with purpose, and to stay away from individuals who have no desire in growing in God. We have, to, we have to step outside of this comfort zone and to do the work that the Lord has created for us. What he has created for us to do. And that is making a difference in this world. We need to make a difference in this world. The world is full of chaos and corruption. The world is full of people who are breaking his laws and his commands. But we have to understand that we were created to share with others that God is the way to receiving salvation and healing and joy and all of the blessings that pertain to life and godliness. But we have to push past apathy or laziness and pursue your purpose. God has given you a purpose for you to pursue, for you to embrace, for you to allow yourself to step away from those things that tries to keep you in a package or keep a label on you, push past laziness and pursue what God has in store for you. So that's number one. And number two, you have to stop listening to the lies about yourself. Stop listening to those lies. If you don't face your fears, if you keep acknowledging your failures instead of reminding yourself of all of your successes, the zone of comfort will keep you in bondage. If you don't face what you perceive to be your inadequacies, your shortcomings, they'll be magnified because the enemy's main objective is to keep you away from knowledge of God's truth. Sometimes he's pretty convincing, would you agree with me? He often appears to be very practical, sensible in his assessment of you, but I'm here to let you know it's not true. It's not factual. It's a lie. You have to be willing to stop looking at the numbers and looking at your so-called lack of opportunities or your so-called lack of resources, you have to believe. You have to believe beyond what you can see about yourself. You see, the zone begins to speak these false narratives and keeps you in bondage. And there's a story in the Bible about the children of Israel And they've been lied to for years and years and developed a slave's mentality. They developed a slave's mentality and when the opportunity for them to step outside of their comfort zone was presented to them and they began to move outside of that zone of of comfort, they wanted to go back to their comfort zone though. So in the book of Numbers chapter 14, we see that everybody with one voice all of those people began to speak with one voice and they cried out and the people groaned and wept all night long because they could not see themselves being free from oppression they were saying if we had just died in Egypt or somewhere along the way in this wilderness rather than trusting in God leading us out here to have us slaughtered and our women and our Youngsters dragged off as plunder too, as objects for their pleasure. Wouldn't it be better just to to go back to Egypt? Go back to slavery? Go back to that box? That comfort zone? People of God, we have to be more concerned about what God thinks about us rather than what others think about ourselves. Because God understands that the zone that you're currently in Is controlling your mind. This zone of comfort sets limits based on the zone's benefit. The zone doesn't care about your happiness or your well-being. It will always justify why you need it rather than how God's zone benefits you. And Jesus kind of talked about this in the New Testament, in St. John, chapter eight, verse 44. Jesus speaks about Satan and your need to break free of this type of comfort zone. He says Satan was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. It's time to step outside of this zone of comfort and start living for the Lord. Psalms 34 verses 4 through 5 says it best. It says, I prayed to the Lord. They took initiative. They said, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all of my fears and those who looked to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. So listen, people to God. Number two, we have to understand that we can't keep listening to those lies because they're not factual. They're not actual. They come from the father of lies, which is Satan. So let's start listening to the Lord because he will free you from all of your fears And number three, in order to step outside of your comfort zone, you have your willingness to be uncomfortable and to trust God that he will be with you every step of the way is the secret in stepping outside of your comfort zone. We need to trust that when we step out of this zone, God will show up and he will never leave you vulnerable at breaking out of your comfort zone. Psalms 32 and 8 tells us, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. When you decide that you are ready to step outside of your comfort zone, he will keep an eye out on you. He will teach you how to not only become successful in life, but he will give you his insight on how to stay outside of that comfort zone that only leads you to pain and misery. But when you step inside of God's zone, he will provide a joy that's unspeakable, that comes straightly, directly from the Lord. But the question is, are you willing to allow yourself to be uncomfortable? We hate to be uncomfortable. We hate change. But you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and to trust God that he will be with you every step of the way because he provides the answers for your life. Are you willing to trust the Lord with your whole heart and stay committed to him? Are you willing to forsake the place that that gave you nothing but grief and worry? Because the zone of comfort that you're in right now, it never promised you a brighter day. So we have to understand and recognize God has the solution for your life. And so in closing, let's learn that change is really good. It really is, especially when it comes to God's zone of comfort. Yes, it's a lot of work, mainly working on your core and developing a consistent prayer life and setting aside time to study God's instructions to keep you in his power. And when you stay in his power, it will eliminate the bondage that the enemy tries to provide for your life. Let's be brave and courageous. Let's trust God for the bountiful blessings that he has in store for us. Let's be like that tree planted by the refreshing water that uses the different seasons that the tree must go through. But will always yield a return because you were willing to step outside of the comfort zone. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all your many blessings. We thank you for this word that you have given us that's entitled The Comfort Zone. Lord God, you know how fear operates in our lives. You know, it it likes to control us. Fear likes to tell us that we can never achieve any type of greatness to perform any kind of things that you created us for, for us to do. So Lord God, I pray that you would just help us to believe in you and to stand on your word and your promises and that we will always Remove ourselves from that zone that only keeps us in bondage. But you have provided for us a safe zone where you will give us instructions and insight and your wisdom and your power and your freedom and your salvation that comes when we step into your zone of safety. Lord God, I pray, oh God, that you will just help us to trust your word and not lean to our own understanding. Help us to develop a prayer life. Help us to set aside time, especially for you, quality time, just for you, so we can learn from you, so we can grow, so we can become the man or woman that you've created us to be. Lord God, we give you praise in advance for what you're going to do, and we're going to apply these teachings to our lives because you've given us the solution to live life. In its fullness, we give you praise in advance and we ask all these blessings in Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, that is it for today or tonight. The episode entitled The Comfort Zone. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. We are so excited that you guys have tuned in each and every week. We believe God is doing some amazing things and we continue to believe that God is doing fantastic things for his people. So if there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Remember, we have about 26 days left in order to raise enough monies to feed 500 families. And that is through your generosity. So please consider giving to this ministry we are a nonprofit organization. We are here to help those. Right now, we're at the 375 families that's secured, but we want to hit the goal of 500. And we believe that it's going to be done through your contributions through Full of Life Ministries. So you can give to through our, our platforms or you can give to our cash app, which is Full of Life SD. And please, we really want to be a blessing during this time when all of these transition, transitionings, transitions are happening in our country. So please consider supporting our ministry financially. So, And we're just excited for what God is going to do. Uh, if there's anything we can do to help you to grow in God, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. We also have a YouTube channel. And so Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, we do... Offer a service about 30 to 35 minutes long, and we believe that God speaks to us in various ways. And so, please uh, visit us at Full of Life's Ministries YouTube channel, and uh, we have services each Sunday at 10 a.m. People of God, we thank you for your generosity. If you enjoyed these podcasts, share the podcast with your friends and your family because we believe God is going to continue to just expand himself in this world. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. People of God, let's continue to do this in Jesus' name, God bless.